and welcome to Next Level Wedding Biz Podcast with me, Kerry Curl, coach, mentor, and wedding sales trainer to bridal hair and makeup artists. And today I'm joined by Essex professional makeup artist, Holly Hanrahan, who actually won a 30-minute coaching session with me by taking action every day for five days during my last boot camp. So well done, Holly, and welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I'm so pleased I won. (laughs) Me too. Uh, Now, today is about providing you with a bite-sized business clinic. And I know you have some questions to ask. So firstly, can you just introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do, how long you've been doing it, etc.? Yes, so um, I'm uh, just a makeup artist. I don't do hair. I actually just cover Kent at the moment, um, but, you know, interested in other markets. Um, I have been a makeup artist since 2010 when I left MAC Cosmetics to do freelance. And I've never looked back. I still feel like I'm learning. I still feel um, I'm refreshing my knowledge all the time so it's it's kept me on my toes for those for those 14 no 12 years um yeah so I'm still very passionate but I just have I can I can really identify my blocks now because I've had so long and so many patterns to look and see what's not working amazing yeah because it's it is like that you know you're leveling up all your creative skills yeah. Um, and, and with that also, you know, there needs to be some leveling up in business. Right. And I suppose that's why you're going to find this session particularly helpful to you, because yeah. there is that misalignment there between, you know, coming off uh, working with one of the top brands that you can in business and serving your clients perfectly and seamlessly. But then also, you know, how to market yourself. You know, things have changed. Yes, indeed. Service and skill, I finally started to feel confident. You know, you never really feel totally confident because it's such, uh, you know, so many moving parts, isn't it, with makeup. But the business side, the marketing side, oh my goodness, it's it moves so fast that when I blink, what I'm doing doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very interested to know your answers to my questions. Poor. So what's your first burning question you have for me, Holly? Okay. How do I transform my business from um, being quite sort of average, similar to other people's, to a high-end luxury brand and that go-to makeup artist for those higher paying clients? Got it. I absolutely love this question. And I get asked it quite a lot because, you know, you want to pull your brand out from the noise of social media, you know, and brides will always pay more for differences than they will similarities. The Mm. first thing you want to do, Holly, is get really hyper clear on who you want to serve. So when you want to go luxury, you know, what does that luxury look like to you what kind of client is that what kind of spend would she have at a venue what kind of dress or shoes or buying habits would she have and then you kind of need to pair or now look at your business and say right okay 
where can I make adaptions? What marketing messages can I now change that makes her feel attracted to my brand, right? And that means, you know, thinking about the experience as a whole. So when we think about if we can just imagine, you know, you've got Primark on the high street and you've got Harrods, right? And with Primark, what's the experience like, Holly, when you walk into Primark? Well, my experiences of Primark have usually been um, overwhelmed. <laughs> it's just so much, there's so much to choose from. I also think there's not great quality you know that if you can wear it once or twice and you it won't last it won't last in the wardrobe and yeah I'm never really overwhelmed with the quality so yeah it's like fast fashion isn't it fast fashion you know and then the service what would you say the service was like in Primark We'll be lucky to get eye contact, I think, <laughs> sometimes. Right, they're hiding under the desks, right? They don't want to come and help you. You know, you're wandering around, wandering around going, hello, anybody here? And so what we know Primark to be known for is everyday low prices and a volume business. So this, now I'm not saying your business is currently Primark. We have to think about... You know, it is a volume business, yeah. It's a volume business, so the touch points will be much lower for the clients. You know, clients will be chasing you in the DMs. Have you got my email? Have you got this? Have you done that? And so, you know, you're not able to give them the highest service that they need because you're running a volume business. Let's yeah. think about how a Harrods looks, right? What's the experience like when you walk into a premium business? I think, yeah, you you are made to feel um, special, you, I remember going there for um, Christmas presents and having such um, amazing help with choosing and demonstration, like they had all the time in the world for me. Um, and yeah, just being made to feel like the only one in the store. Absolutely. So that difference, when you think about it, you know, that there's someone always there saying, can I help you? You know, there's not that long queue of wait for email reply. Like, how would you play that out in your business, you know? So we think about what that would look like. And when you walk into a premium business, what does that feel? It feels like, you know, there's lots of sensory things going on. You know, there's gorgeous smells and, you know, um, you know you're know, you offered like a, a nice drink and you're offered, you know, always much more than what... <laughs> you would in a Primark store. So that's the first thing you need to realign is, you know, thinking about do you have a system, do you have systems in your business, you know, a customer management system that can give them a, a customer experience, you know, rather than you relying on yourself to get back to them manually, which of course comes down to when you can fit them in. So it's, you know, tweaking the business to feel like a luxury brand, look like a luxury brand. And we do a lot of that through our imagery. You know, we, a lot of the time hair and makeup artists will post for the sake of posting, right? They get a client through the door, they're very excited and they want to just get it out, right? What we know about luxury businesses is they have a better strategy for that where they're thinking about the, the new types of clients they want to bring in. What would they want to see? Would they want to see cluttered backgrounds on your Instagram account? Would they want to see anything that looks milky or has you know, badly cropped images? That wouldn't be what they would want to see, right? So you want to start looking at a marketing campaign that drives 
images and the right kind of uh, marketing messages that would appeal to somebody that would have money to spend. And when we think about this, that plays out not just on your social media account, but also on your stories, right? So we won't want to be there you know, posting about going to McDonald's, right? We're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. showcasing our best products in white space, right? Um, you know, use, using uh, sensory kind of music and sound is helpful. Anything that kind of makes them feel, you know, we, we want to appeal to their emotional side rather than their logical side. Yeah, yeah, that's food for thought. I definitely have been guilty of the few things you've said. Cozy <laughs> nights out with friends. <laughs> yeah. All of those kind of things. So I think, you know, that kind of does really change the face of your business when you start to look at it and think you know even if you were just to type into Instagram or Google you know luxury wedding brands what's that like you know their handwriting is like unique right so you want to use the same fonts you want to use the same colors you want to think about your colors what colors are your brand at the moment um so funnily enough my my 19 year old daughter thought she would revamp my Instagram for me. And they are black, white, and pink. (laughs) (laughs) So all of the arrays of colour that you could possibly have for the wedding industry in one. And so we just kind of like, if we think about colour psychology, like white, for example, is more simplistic. Um, you know, it's um, sophisticated. And so a lot of people use that for their branding. We think about black, it's very dramatic. Um, it's got a lot of impact and then pink is more kind of like loving and comforting and um, you know creating and gives warmth so having them all mixed in one doesn't you when you think about a client visiting your uh, virtual shop window we have to think about how they feel with our branding too and you know you are your brand Holly but your branding is what also drives those inquiries so you know the misalignments can be Um, across the whole business really yeah I definitely feel like my branding is quite harsh with those pops of color because it's shocking pink and white and black and I think it does look a bit harsh on the eye so I definitely feel like it's the, the sophistication level isn't there with those colors yeah, so these are the things that you can do. These are immediate changes that you can make. Yeah. Just, just give a different emotion to the brand rather than, you know, if it could, it can be as simple as that that turns somebody off because actually we're drawn to colors and fonts and things like that. So that's one thing, definitely. Um, I know you've got a couple of other questions. So let's go through this. So you've got another question for me, Holly. Yeah, so my question is about Instagram. I'm, I keep falling behind on what Instagram likes for its content to, to sort of the algorithm. So what sort of methods are better than others to capture the sort of higher, higher end clients, would you say? Yeah, the key here is stop thinking about the sales and think about the know, like and trust in you. So, you know, people often think they need to lead and drive with strategy. But actually, the first port of call I teach my clients is to build up the know, like and trust in you. So that means you know, a lot more time of seeing you, 
hearing you um, and talking about, you know, the, the, the results that people can get are actually the things that bring people in more than, you know, faces after face after face. Yeah. So, um, stories is very important for that because you can do a lot of nurturing through stories to, you know, really call in those clients. Um, so I would definitely start looking there. Also hashtags. Like hashtags is one of the best ways to get better reach, to reach better spending clients. Where are they hanging out? It's like we almost need to do a list of where are ideal clients, where what venues, what suppliers, where are they hanging out? And that's where we need to make sure that we're getting our work in front of theirs so that they see you more. And, and the, the, the difficult thing is a lot of people use very generic hashtags and they just kind of go into the sea of Instagram, you know, uh, and, and, and sometimes it's really only appealing to other makeup artists. We really need to think a bit deeper about our, our particular clients and where they're hanging out. Yeah, makes so much sense. I think I definitely stab in the dark with my hashtags. So um, thinking like a client is where I've, I haven't been doing that, I don't think. So that's really interesting. Yeah, get a list together, Holly, of where you think they'll be hanging out, what they'll be looking for, and then you can start working on a hashtag strategy that gets in front of them. It, otherwise, it, there is no marketing if, it's not, if you're not being discovered. Yeah. And I know you have another question for me as well. Yeah, it's just about the prices um, that I now have. I mean, I put my prices up for the first time after COVID. So I had always been at the lower end, which I think has definitely something to do with money mindset. Um, I, and I only increased the bridal price by £20. Um, still don't take anything for fuel, even though that's gone up. But I definitely think. I have the volume of work coming in, like the Primark, um, and I. But I work. So my fear around just suddenly increasing my prices is that what if no, what if no one books? Um, but I guess, yeah, I'm, I'd love to hear your thoughts on on how you sort of facilitate a price increase. Yeah, um, I love this price uh, question because I get asked it a lot and it's my favourite thing to talk about amongst lots of other things. But I want to kind of switch your mindset. And yes, you're right, mindset plays a big part of this. And that's one thing that I do with my one-to-one clients is you know, mindset is 50% of running a business is mindset. But I want to kind of flip your mindset to you're thinking, well, I put them up 20 pounds. That felt scary. What if I'm switching off customers? But what I also like to do is think about the profit for you in the business, because the question often is, you know, if you can't meet, if you are running a volume business and you're rushed off your feet and then you look at your books and you're like, well, it's, it's not really getting any bigger. You know, every year seems to be the same takeaway you know, money. Yeah. And, you know, really what you're doing is running a very expensive hobby. Yeah. You know, where you are exchanging very high amount of time and energy for li little gains. So first thing you need to do is work out what it costs you to acquire that client, right? A bride. What does it cost you? So I always say, write a list out of the products you use you know, generally on a face, right? From top to bottom, from prep, sundries, everything through to, you know, your lashes. 
Wow, yeah, that's right? a lot. Right? And then I want you to take those. I know it's a lot, but once you've done it, then you'll yeah. know what it costs you. Yeah, I have made a list of everything I use because I, I, I've done that before, but I haven't really seen, I never worked it out for profit. Right. So if you think about a bottle of foundation, here's the easy part. If you think about a bottle of foundation, we know we can generally get about 60 applications per bottle. But obviously, every makeup artist is different. Some people will only get 30 because they use a lot more. Some people only get 60. Right. Give yourself an average of what that is per client. And that way, at least you can work out what it is per face, right? What's it? And then, then you also need to think about your yearly costs. So whether it's some sort of rent that you pay or your insurances, or if you have, you know, like a business coach like me, that will come into it as well. Um, you know, and then really work out, you know, what it, what, how many people you need to bring into the business each month to cover those overheads. And I always say, you know, we're looking to at least look at 50 to 60% profit. 50% is kind of keystoning. So it's very easy to, to hit that. But most people where I walk into their business, they're only running at 20 to 30% profit. So if you don't look at these figures, you'll never know what to charge. And, and actually, the mindset shift comes when you realize that if you don't increase your price, you're not profitable, you're running a hobby. Yeah, so true. I need to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's a great exercise. And and I also think, you know, how often do you want to increase your prices? You're not sure. Sometimes people do it like every January and they're never quite sure about that. Is this you too? Yeah, I've just, I kind of look around at other artists in the area. I see their branding, think they're better than me. <laughs> and then I stay the same. And the issue with that is it's great to benchmark, but we don't, you don't know if they've priced themselves profitably either. You know, no. you don't know if they've done this exercise. So if we're copying our competitors, then no one's making any profit, right? So exactly. <laughs> I feel like, you know, how often you level up is how often you should increase your prices. So for example, if you've just gone and done a bridal hair workshop course and it was say 500 pounds, you know, because you really, I know your makeup, but that's an example, you know, yeah. or bridal makeup, you're now doing something else and that's a level up. Yeah. Every time you do that, you should look to increase your prices by like five to 10% per increment because more accolades you have, more awards, more skills equals more experience equals another reason for somebody else to see you as, you know, more, um, more of a reason to book you. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things that lets me down is my branding. It just doesn't look luxury enough for me to justify my prices. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with my experience or my products or my service. I have leveled up as much as I possibly can on those things. And I think one of the biggest things is that I don't showcase on social media. Like, you know, you were talking about virtual shop windows. I think mine needs a good window cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone needs, and how often would you get a window cleaner in? Like <laughs> once a month. So once a month, you need to kind of have a cold, hard look at what's out there. And, and 
because you don't know there could be cobwebs there could be like the little spider hanging about you know and that image doesn't convert or that brings your rates down more so yeah, yeah. I think just having a um, hopefully you now look at your business perhaps more at a CEO level and think right okay what key changes can I make yeah definitely food for thought and I think also that it's probably not that difficult like I I think sometimes I think things are harder than they are but like color changes are definitely not difficult bios I can do that so there are some things that could possibly be done today you know I want you to do these things today because yeah. these are the things that's going to make you sow the seeds today, which will help you harvest tomorrow. And, you know, I'll be there clapping you, Holly, you know, when that happens. So go and take that action, take the advice and start leveling up and, you know, think about what's profit in it for you as well, because, you know, you don't want to be running that expensive hobby because it's a very expensive hobby at times. Yeah, it, it can be backbreaking, you know, literally. So <laughs> you need to be well um, rewarded, I think. You know, we put a lot of heart and soul into our businesses. I speak to so many conscientious people in this business because we like to serve. And then we just get frightened of charging what we we truly are worth. So, yeah, it definitely is a mindset shift today. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. What's been your biggest takeaway from this session? Um, I think just noticing, like, to, to just really noticing that uh, where I am at and where I want to be, um, that vision, I can, I can see the vision now. And I, I didn't realise quite how much I was in, uh, stuck in my ways when it comes to branding. Um, and that, there are there are some simple things that I can do now to to just do some research, like you said, re- researching other luxury brands, being inspired by their marketing, their colours, their branding, and and just leveling up on that side. Um, I think well, if I've got something visually that I'm very proud of, then that will come across. That will help me with my confidence of changing prices and things like that, I think. So, yeah, it's just just really coming to terms with that. Oh, this is where I'm at. It's it's served its purpose. It's got me lots of referrals. Now it's time to be what I want to be and what I want to be proud of. So that's huge. Thank you. Amen to all of that, Holly. Loved it. So if anyone wants to follow or find out more about you, where can they find you? So my Instagram is at HH Makeup Artist and my Facebook is Holly Hanrahan Makeup Artist. So yeah, Amazing. come, come follow. Thank you so much, Kerry. You're Honestly. so welcome. You're so very welcome. It's an absolute pleasure. And if you want to find out how I can help you for your business, you can find me at Kerry Curl Coaching on Instagram or my website, www.kerrykellcoaching.co.uk, where there's a heap of resources and you can join our free community where I give weekly bite-sized training specifically for bridal hair and makeup artists who want to market themselves better.